Grace, mercy, and peace. Um, this is episode 22. I want to talk about unity or ecumenism today. Hello, I'm Dennis Goffin, and this is the last word. This has been a powerful week. Um, I brought up many things that I really haven't really got into as much as I wanted to, but I hope it's been enough to get you to think. You know our pattern. You can probably repeat it with me. Faith, family, finances. Let's do that again. Faith, family, finances. By the time I get through this, I think we have a better understanding. I spent some time this week really focusing in on faith itself and how we have to uh, guard our faith, guard our minds. And then I went in to talk about a sort of structure of the church and where the church is. I want to go back and really build that up into the stream. Remember, we talked about this, the structural, the structural foundation of the church. The church, and we have this conflict, is it really people or building? Ephesians 2, 20 through 22. Is it really people or building? Or is it really what God has made it to be? God called a people the people became an institution the institution became a problem the problem became an issue so back to a real understanding of where we are in terms of developing the structure of the church i believe this this is not the hour to paint the church green for prosperity but white for purity and security. Again, this is not the hour to paint the church green for prosperity. Many of us think that's where we are. We ought to become prosperous, get to this point of understanding where we are with the church and what we're doing. This is not the hour for that. This is real. Break the church white. And these are metaphors, green and white metaphors for purity and for security. Revelation 18 and 4, the final call of a corrupt community is to come out of her. The angel comes and says, come out of her, my people. Metaphor that is done there. Let's talk about where the church is, where the church is developed. And so unity versus ecumenism. What does that mean? Well, it is assumed, it is really assumed that ecumenism means finding the lowest common denominator of the Christian faith and having to give up the rest. <laughs> no, it is finding Christ at the core of Christianity and becoming like him and not making Christ like us. Oh, we just want to come together and let's bring everybody together. Let's come to this idea of uniting ourselves in the faith. And so we have missed this point of painting ourselves green instead of white for purity and security. I ended yesterday talking about this issue of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, which has become in the church where we are famous. And in the middle here, I have this unity of the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, surrounded 
at its calipari of what we want to do in terms of making the gifts what we want it to be, how we want it to function, how we see ourselves together, really, fame and fortune. Not really what God intended it to be. Because God wanted us to do what? Reach the unity of the faith and come into a knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, obtaining to the whole knowledge of the fullness of Christ. And the more I look at that, the more I see that we're really missing where we are. Here's, here's what Paul says. Here's how Paul developed this. I told you his theme is really unity. He's in a solitary jail, reflecting back on where he sees God, where he sees the church, how he's been trying to pull together Jews and Gentiles to see. He has taken some time in Ephesians. Uh, in, in, in chapter one, he wanted them to see in chapter one that they would be illuminated and see and be filled with all the spiritual wisdom and that God has given us everything that we can have for life and godliness. In Ephesians 2, he deals with the issue of, of the citizenship of natural Jews and the spiritual church and that God has really formed a natural people and a spiritual people so that the two, this parallel, this dualism that God has established that they both would be one. So he goes here in Ephesians 4 and 3 and he begs them. He first gives his position in chapter 1 that he doesn't see himself in a predicament and in circumstances. And here's where we are. And I know we talk about our emancipation. This might be the month to talk about we as Black people being emancipated and, and having freedom. But Paul, it is where you see yourself, your Christian worldview. Paul's Christian worldview was in Ephesians 4 and 1. He did not see himself a prisoner of Rome. He saw himself a prisoner of the board. And so in Ephesians 4 and 1, he sees himself a prisoner of the Lord, not a prisoner of society. So he says in verse 3, make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit, unity of the Holy Spirit, through the bond of peace. Yeah, what translation are you using? I'm using the NIV translation. Um, and so we make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit and bond of peace. Let me move forward. There is one body and one spirit, just as you've been called to one hope when you were called. There is one body, one mystical body of Christ made up of Jews and Gentiles. All races, all nations, all creeds, in terms of where we are, who accept the blood of Jesus, and walking in the purpose of the Holy Spirit. Just as you've been called to one hope when you were called. Look at how he keeps going. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One, one, one. He emphasized three ones right here. Then he goes and does something else. One God, 
and Father of all, who is over all and in all. One God, one Father, who is over all and in all. One faith, one baptism. We are one body, and there is one spirit who governs the one body, and there is one hope in which we were called. One body, one spirit, one hope. What else he does with that? He unites that with one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And he can that by saying there's one God and Father of all, who is and through all and in all. What is he saying to us? Something very interesting, what he's saying, is at the end of the day, all of this is one. The unity is understanding the oneness. Unity and diversity of the unity, not unity in the pluralism of the unity. It is not a health of respect of what everybody else's belief is, but is the diversity of the unity within the body of Christ. And this is the last word for today.